Aloha, everybody, and welcome to Spirit Chat Radio. Today, we are going to be talking about empath awareness. Uh, the reason I want to talk about this more is because I get a flood of questions about empath abilities and how just life affects an empath. Um, a lot of people have this ability more than I've ever seen before. As you guys know, I have a spirit community called the Higher Purpose Learning Group, so I have lots of questions that come from there that in this this particular subject is asked about a lot. Um, I had a really good question the other day that I'm going to answer about uh, the difference between empath and bipolar, and I thought that that was a really good question. I also do, um, I have an online class, which I'm sure most of you know, also know about. You can find information on that at uh, psychicabilityclass.com. It's closed currently for enrollment, but it will be open again in December. And in this class, I go over all the clairs. And one of the clairs, clairsentient, is actually an empath. And so I get a lot of questions about this in this class as well. This class has been very popular, by the way. And I only open it a couple of times a year because I do spend a lot of one-on-one time with the students. I mean, and by one-on-one, I mean we have this group where we do some virtual streaming or live streaming uh, video chats where I, you know, connect with the students. We go over questions and do all kinds of cool things. It's one of the favorite things about the class, people tell me. But that being said, there's a lot of empaths out there They're stronger now than they've been in the past because of the whole shift, energetic shift that's happening. But there's a lot of people who don't understand what it is. In fact, I had somebody ask me in the group one time in my spirit community group, the higher purpose learning one, well, I know that there's all these clairs and I know that I'm an empath, but how does an empath fit in with any psychic senses? And that's when I realized a lot of people, there's just not enough information out there or not enough good information talking about what an empath is um, and giving you tips on empath awareness, that sort of thing. So I'm going to cover some of those questions here today. I'm going to start with some basic stuff though. So If you don't know what an empath is, it's actually a psychic sense and a psychic ability skill. It is called clairsentient. And what that is, is it's an ability to be able to read or translate energies of all living things. So anything that is alive and essentially giving off a certain energy now Keep in mind that objects can contain energy as well, but we're just talking about live energy, people, things, animals, plants, um, people. They all give off essentially what's called a live energy. So they're constantly circulating an energy. Items, when energy tends to be attached to items, it doesn't circulate or move like a stream. So you have to think of it a little bit differently. So live energy as it's moving Uh, with people or plants or animals, there's actually a movement that's happening with energy. And think of it kind of like running water 
or bodies of water and how it essentially moves around. Objects, it's a little bit different. It's kind of stuck there like dust until it's removed, cleaned, cleared, that sort of thing. So what an empath is, is it's the ability to read energy of all live things around them, live energy. And so how do you know if you're an empath? Well, I actually did an article on this, which I'm going to direct you guys to because this is a little bit more one-on-one stuff. And that is, I did the, I believe it was called Six Signs You're an Empath. And so I'll cover those briefly, but that is on my Keys to the Spirit World website. You'll have to bear with me on the Keys to the Spirit World website because it just got transferred over and some of the information is a little bit choppy on my blogs. We have to get that fixed on the back end. But if you go there and you go to the start here button, there's a whole list of things for empaths. So I'll cover these a little bit, but then I want to get into some deeper empath awareness stuff for those of you who already know that you're an empath. So six easy signs you can tell if you're an empath is, do you feel overwhelmed when going into a place filled with a lot of people? So like, do you feel overwhelmed going into a mall, a sporting event? Walmart is a, (laughs) that's a very good indicator. Walmart, the energy in there is crazy. So if, do you feel overwhelmed, but you want to go in? but you feel anxious or unsettled and you're just not really sure why and you get just this sense of overwhelm and you're just, it doesn't make much sense because even maybe like a concert or something you really enjoy and you want to go see these people, but then you start getting anxious and you just can't really figure it out. That's a sign. Can you tell when someone's lying to you? So if you can tell if they're kind of being deceitful or not giving you the whole truth and you can just feel that something's not quite right. That's another sign. Having random emotions or mood swings, especially when you're in someone else's presence, when you think about them or or when you think about them that make no sense to you. So usually, I talk about this a lot in my class or some other things, when you have um, emotions or mood swings that are attached to You specifically, and people ask me this a lot, well, how do I know if I'm picking up on other people's energy? How do I know if they're my mood swings or somebody else's? Um, Because your mood swings will essentially be followed by a train of thought. So, for instance, if you get upset about something, you can go back and trace that to a thought. Like, for instance, maybe you were thinking, oh, I'm... I really am upset that this specific thing happened today and I wished I would have handled it better and then I could have done this and could have done that and if I would have I would go back and change that if I could and then you start getting really upset or emotional that's a train of thought or if you get really excited and happy about something and you're thinking oh this was a really cool thing that happened today I'm super excited about this and it just makes me feel like it made my whole day and it's like an event or a thing that you experienced. That's a train of thoughts. But if out of the blue, you're just watching TV or you're just, you know, taking a walk and all of a sudden you start getting really irritated or angry for some reason, or you get just like this overwhelming feeling of calm and peace, you know, those are not necessarily attached to a train of thought. So that would be what that is. 
Um, and so that's another indicator. Can you feel someone else's ailments? Now, some empaths can feel people's ailments, not all of them. So, you know, do you ever feel sick or experience pain, which makes no sense to you, but you later find out it coincided with somebody else who was like, for instance, I've had that happen to me with, um, my kids or my daughter had a toothache one time when my husband went to the dentist, like, we're very closely related in that energetically, and so that's very common in our household. <clears throat> Do you instinctively know what somebody needs to feel better emotionally or physically? Can you predict what they need without them really not really knowing what they want in the, or need in the first place? Um, that's another sign of a lot of healers are um, empaths, a lot of nurses, doctors, uh, Reiki practitioners, um, massage therapists, acupuncturists, even dentists, anything, anybody in the healing industry, whether it be traditional or non-traditional, they tend to be empaths and they kind of can instinctually know their, their patients, counselors, those types of things. Um, do you feel, ever feel emotionally drained after being around an individual or a group of people to the point of feeling physically not well? So, if you're around an individual or a group of people, maybe a concert, Walmart, whatever, and you start feeling kind of like um, shaky, lightheaded, weak, nauseous, uh, anxious, or even out of body, detached, um, a big indicator is a low blood sugar feeling when you know that you shouldn't have low blood sugar like you just ate not very long ago. Any of those things, any of those physical symptoms after being around a group of people or a person, maybe you had lunch with a very draining friend, which you don't realize they're draining till maybe you're listening to this podcast. Um, that type of thing is a very good indicator that you're an empath. And so those are the most common things, uh, uh, signs that you are an empath. What an empath essentially is, is you're, you mirror someone else's emotions. And so, for instance... Let's say that you are around a friend or a family member or a group of people, and this is why I'm going to talk to you about why this overwhelming feeling happens. You essentially, you mirror, you mirror their energy. You can feel, um, for instance, when it happens to me, and I'm a very strong empath, so this is going to be a little bit different than people who are just noticing that they have the ability. I can if I'm around somebody, I can literally tell you everything about that person, how they're feeling about me at that time. When we're having a conversation, what their intentions are, are they nervous? Are they excited? What kind of day that they had any type of emotional feelings that they're experiencing at this point in time when I'm around them or even when I'm not around them, but that's a whole different story, me being psychic and all. But that being said, um, you mirror their emotions. So you literally become like a mirror to them emotionally. So you can feel any uh, highs and lows that, that this other person experiencing. Now, the problem when going into a large group of people or going into a place such as Walmart, and I'll explain that a little bit differently because that's an easy explanation there, um, or like a group where maybe you go to a concert, the, the difference between sitting with somebody one-on-one -on -one and experiencing all their emotions that can become difficult for an empath is when you go into a group situation, you're not just experiencing one empath, um, one empath, or I'm sorry, not experiencing one empath, one person 
as an empath, you're experiencing a group of energies at the same time. So I don't know if any of you guys have ever watched Bruce Almighty and the part where he starts becoming or doing God's work and he's sitting in the restaurant and all of a sudden he starts hearing all these people at one time and he's not being able to sort through them through his head. It's the same thing energetically when you go into a group or a place filled with a lot of people and you're an empath. When there's a lot of high energy going on, you just get this flood, flood of energies coming at you. And they are all something different. Like somebody might be really excited and happy and somebody might be feeling irritated and angry and somebody might be calm, but somebody might be um, just, you know, super just happy to be alive or whatever. And you just imagine just 10 different energies or 200 different energies or 2,000 different energies all swirling and coming at you at the same time and you're feeling it and you can feel it but you can't read them necessarily individually when they come at you like a floodgate so it would be kind of like imagine you know I talk about energy being like a stream of water or water based and imagine that this water is kind of dammed up like a dam and somebody just pulls the dam open or breaks the dam and you just are standing at the bottom and all this water just comes flooding and crashing over you. That's similar to um, what happens when you're around a lot of people. Walmart is an interesting place because there's a lot of, um, don't get me wrong, I go into Walmart. I appreciate Walmart for what it is. And I think it's amazing for a lot of people. But there's a lot of lower vibration people that shop at Walmart. I, I shop at Walmart. I'm not lower vibration. You very well may not be a low vibration person. And you may go there every single week because it's very affordable and helpful to your income. But there are also a lot of lower vibration people who tend to navigate towards Walmart. And... When they do, the, especially if there's a lot of people in there, that you, the energy in there can, can create a lot of agitation and irritation and overwhelm when you're in Walmart, like on a Saturday afternoon. It's a lot different type of energy than you might be experiencing at a symphony um, where you have some, more, some potentially um, higher vibration, vibration people who are excited about hearing something, you know, artistic related. So these people, if you're going to a symphony or like a Broadway show or something, or even just a regular just play or something artistic related where people are like excited to be in tune with um, the arts and the spiritual side of themselves, because anything artistic is related deeply on a soul level to your soul's vibration. And so then you're going to have a different vibration set of vibrational people that doesn't mean that you're not going to experience low vibration people at, at any artsy thing or you're not going to experience high vibration people at walmart it doesn't mean that it by any means but what i'm saying is some places tend to pull different types of for the most part they tend to the majority of the vibration of people um, can be a certain tone that can be a higher vibration, lower vibration, that sort of thing. Obviously, if you're going into a meditative group or yoga class, you're most likely going to experience a lot of higher vibration people. Again, it doesn't mean low vibration people can't go in there. So anyways, you're going to be around a lot of energies that you're going to have to sort through, um, especially on a Saturday afternoon. 
So I don't go to Walmart very often. My husband actually goes. God bless his soul. Um, but when I do go to somewhere like that, because I'm so highly sensitive to the energy is, excuse me, you, I tend to like to go in the off hours, um, somewhere like at night or when like, um, there, you know, that there wouldn't be a lot of people there. So what you're essentially doing is you are reading other people's energies. You can also plants and animals, um, and paths are very in tune to animals and, um, if animals are having injuries or if animals are feeling anxious or that sort of thing. And animals, all animals are healers and empaths. They are all healers and empaths. So um, one of the interesting things when people say, when, or I don't know if you know this or not, but I definitely notice it 100% of the time that the, that an animal will take on the energy of its owner, always always and I don't if you've never noticed that start kind of paying attention to some of the pets and the people in your life and you'll be like oh yeah it's weird because you'll think that person that little puppy or cat or whatever that uh, I notice it with dogs a lot that that puppy is is just like its owner it's like it's weird it's like you kind of think they almost look like each other even though they're totally different looking so but they the animals always take on the energy of the owner and that's why even if you watch Caesar and get into that, um, you, you, can, you can see when an animal is being trained by somebody who knows a lot about animals, they don't want the owner to be anxious or irritated when they're trying to train their animals because the animals will pick up on that anxious or irritated energy and sort of take it on. That's what an empath does. That's what, as an empath, most of the time, until you really practice awareness, you will take on the energy of, of um, the emotional response that you're getting from anybody. You will take on that edginess, that irritation. Um, you will take on mood. That's what creates the mood swings is because you might be at work around Joe who is having a wonderful day. Then you may go to the bank and see Sarah who's not having such a good day. Then you may go to Whole Foods and see Tim and Sally who are really chill and having it. And your mood swings might be all over the place that day because when you leave Whole Foods or the bank or your work, that energy will stick with you for a little while until you understand it, know it, and release it um, or ground yourself. And the thing about empaths is I notice that a lot of people become hermits or non-productive uh, with having an impact path ability because, number one, they're not really sure what it is. They don't really realize um, that they have empathic abilities. Uh Empathic abilities are very closely linked. People who have um, empath, empath abilities usually and often will have ADHD and they potentially and often they will have anxiety or and or anxiety disorders or panic attacks. Super, super common. And so these people will try to protect themselves and the only thing that they know of to do instead of understanding it's an ability is they stay home and they stay away from people or doing the things that they love and enjoy doing. And that's not living a very healthy, um, happy existence 
for an empath when you just feel like you have to, you know, nail yourself in a cave to, in order to just coexist with the universe. I mean, that's just rough. Um, the reason that I actually am in the process of developing something called an empath school. I'm going to be offering it for free for a while for those of you who feel like you're empaths. And I've been working on this for a while. It's not launched yet. Um, you can get on the, um, on the mailing list on my website, the Keys to the Spirit World website. But it will be a 28-day awareness program for empaths. And each day you will get a new thing to become aware of. And then I will give you some uh, exercises and things to practice on empath awareness every day for 28 days. And the reason that I did this was because I am noticing that people's quality of life is sort of suffering when they are an empath. And I, like I said, am one of the strongest empaths I've ever come across. And I live a pretty good life, but it took many years, especially my 20s, many, many years of trying to figure out how to live a healthy life as an empath and not just be fearful or feel sick all the time or, um, you know, feel anxious all the time. Because this is really common for an empath. If you're not, awareness is really key as an empath. Awareness is huge. The first thing to become aware of is if you are or if you're not. Um, we kind of covered that through some of that st the things that we talked about. You can go to that. Like I said, you can go to my website and um, read the article, Six Signs You Are an Empath. You go to the start here. Awareness is really key, figuring out if you are or if you're not. Once you figure out if you are, I have to tell you, you need to really... I guess I would say accept the fact that you can no longer live your life like other people. And that sounds really weird, but it's true. You as an empath cannot just do things like other people do and think that you're going to be fine. For instance, if an empath goes to a concert and you go with your friend who is not an empath, you start getting overwhelmed or don't do the things that you need to do to prepare to go into a group of people. Um, and your friend doesn't have to do that, but you just go, well, I'm going anyways. You're going to come out feeling like crap potentially for days and your friend's going to be bouncing back and ready to go do something else the next day. So you can't just, you, there's a whole process. Like you need to be aware of the energies that you're getting ready to put yourself into. You need to uh, practice protection and the bubble meditation, which I've talked about a lot, which is in the class, you need to use grounding techniques all the time. It is not a, it's not like, a, oh, I should ground myself because I'm practicing psychic ability type of thing. It is as an empath, if you want to feel healthy physically and emotionally, you have to ground yourself a lot. There, there's no two ways about it. There's just none. Um, so grounding has to become a very huge priority of yours. You won't believe the difference though. If you start understanding you're an empath and you start living your life differently by being more aware of the energies that you're putting yourself around, you will be shocked at how much 
just that awareness and then knowing that, okay, if I'm going into Walmart, I just need to know that I'm going to be dealing with a lot of these energies. And so I kind of need to just be aware of that and make sure I ground myself when I get out or ground yourself before you go in. Just the awareness that that potentially may make you feel a certain way when you get out is going to be huge. It's going to be huge in a good way. So you need to be able to ground yourself often. You cannot just think that you can just go run around willy-nilly and just be normal like everybody else. As an empath, unfortunately, you're not normal. And so you want to take care of yourself. You need to take care of yourself. It's very, very important. And the other thing that I want to talk about before I forget is when you do go into Walmart or do whatever and you have those um, random emotional mood swings, somebody had asked me... excuse me, the other day, somebody had asked me if, how would you tell the difference between someone who is bipolar and somebody who has empathic abilities? Well, in my experience, um, people who have a bipolar disorder, that's like a legit disorder that you really do need help with. You need medications. Um, These people, if you have that type of disorder or think that you do, you absolutely should go see a doctor 100%. But they tend to, the ones I have known, they have very high highs and lows, lows that make no sense. It's almost kind of scary when you watch them. They will become so depressed that, or have such a low that they literally cannot function and they potentially sleep for days or just cannot function at all. Cannot just, they are just in a shell. Um, or they're so depressed, it's ridiculous. And then the next thing you know, they are unusually euphoric and so excited, but nothing tended to set them on that journey. Wasn't that they ran into somebody, wasn't that they won the lottery, wasn't that they just were really proud of themselves for making some, some type of accomplishment um, they just go into this euphoric state for a couple of days, and then the next thing you know, they hit the bottom again. Um, they're, it's a very extreme emotional roller coaster, and it's, it's definitely a mental disorder. And impasse tend to, I mean, impasse, even though you may, you know, lock yourself in your room or become a hermit because you don't like to be able to go out and experience all these energies, uh, you're still functionable. You know, you can still talk to people on the phone. You can still do get work done around your house. Uh, you can still socialize with people who come over. It's a, it's a very, um, uh, it's, you can still function when you're in your home. You know, that's, it's a very big difference. Um, the empath awareness we're going to get back to the, uh, the next thing that I think people need to be more aware of. Now, you know, you're an empath you know you mirror, mirror people's energies. You know that you need to do a lot of grounding. You know that you need to be more aware of the energies you're surrounding yourself by, which brings us to an, the, our next issue, which is surrounding yourself with or being exposed to and or around negative energies and people. So empaths are really, really affected in a very deep way by negative energy and negative people. It's not something that you, again, you're different than your friend who can subject themselves 
to a negative a boss, cousin, spouse, friend, whatever, for long periods of time and not let it affect them. Because, you know, some empaths just have been an empath their their life or for a while, and they feel the way they feel, so they don't know anybody any different, right? They don't know that some people literally can put up a wall and block out other emotions or being affected by other people who are being negative to, towards them. They can kind of block it and not really have any internal anxiety or feelings or just that crappy feeling that you get when you are around somebody who's negative. Some people can do that. It's That is a whole different thing. That's a person who is not an empath. They can block that out of their life. And if they can do that as a non-empath, then them being around negative people is not going to have near, not near the impact it's going to have on you as an empath. I actually wrote an entire book on this because it was, and the reason I'm doing it, the empath school that will be coming up is because even when I did my psychic ability class, I cover all the, the abilities. I cover clairaudience, you know, clairvoyance. Um, I mean, I put you guys through a quiz so that you can figure out what your strongest suits are. I then break down the, the abilities. I give you different exercises to work with different abilities. But an empath ability, there's so much information that you need to learn to live with as an empath. You need to learn to live a productive life that it's going to take, it's going to take a lot more training. And that's why I decided to do the empath school and to get into that further. So that's why I'm doing um, more on empath awareness. And that's why I'm doing the 28-day challenge that will be coming up um, and all that other stuff is there's just so much more that you need to learn. Anyways, Energy Vampires. If you haven't read it, you can get it on Amazon. And it is like $2.99 or I don't know. Maybe it's $3.99, whatever. Um, it's a ch- it's cheap if you get the ebook, but there is so much good information because then I also have people say, well, what if I'm married to an energy vampire? Or Because an energy vampire is essentially a negative person and this or, or somebody emitting negative energy consistently, and they also drain you of energy. And as an empath... Um, one of the other uh, things that you need to learn is um, we've covered a lot of this stuff, not just being around the awareness and the grounding and uh, the being around negative people, but you have to learn to strengthen your energetic field, which I will get to last last here. But um, I do cover some techniques on strengthening your energy field in the uh, energy vampires book the more that you strengthen your energetic field the harder it is for people to drain you or have an effect on you as an empath so that's really important as well and so if you haven't got energy vampires if you haven't read it you want to go ahead and pick that up because it's going to have a ton ton of information for you but negative people will have such an impact on empaths that it literally can make you physically ill. I am I kid you not. It it can make you start to have physical symptoms and if you subject yourself for long periods of time to negative a negative person or negative people, 
the physical symptoms can internalize um, and compact energetically and make bigger physical issues. Um, I am really, really careful of the people who are in my life. And um, I am very careful of that. And I've had even people who were even friends or even family members, which some people will say, why do you not talk to this person anymore? Why are you not around this person? They don't understand if you're family, but they really don't understand the impact it can have on me. And I have to protect myself from being around anybody who is very negative or projecting negative energy. Um, For instance, I can get nauseous instantly to the point of uh, feeling like I have to throw up or if I was to subject subject myself to these people for long periods to where I would. And um, it it gets to a point where when when I'm around these types of people, um, it'll come on instantaneously if I'm around them. And it, it, it is a really intense physical reaction that I will have to people who will are projecting a negative energy all the time. So because my ability is so strong, I have to really practice um, awareness of who I'm around. That is no joke. I, if I could express anything for you guys who, if you're an empath or help you, the number one empath awareness thing, I truthfully, it wouldn't be the Walmart. It wouldn't be the going around the, you know, concerts or whatever. It wouldn't be even the grounding part, but it would be the effect that negative people and negative energy has on your system spiritually and energetically and physically it is off the charts how much it has an impact on you but people who are empaths will try to figure out 18 ways to sunday to try to figure out how they can keep these negative people in their life because oh they're a friend i've had for a really long time or um i've even had people say they're married to people like that and um, or their family, their mother, brother, sister, cousin, whatever. Here's the thing. If you choose as an empath, if you know you're an empath and you choose to keep these people in your life, then you need to understand your health and your quality of life is going to suffer. It's just a matter of time. So do a, would I judge someone for keeping those people in their life? No. Not even one minute because everybody has their own path. They have their own journey. And I never judge anybody for anything because I feel like it's important for people to go through things in order to learn and change and adjust. So I don't judge anyone anyways. That being said, do it with the awareness that it will have an impact on you. It will. And so the other thing that I notice with people is I notice lots of people in my life who are struggling with negative people in their life and they come down with pneumonia and they come down with being this type of sickness or that type of sickness. I've even seen them come down with major sicknesses, um, MS or uh heart issues or stroke or whatever. And yes, I've seen it happen and I can psychically see it, a chain, a chain go all the way back 
to the people who they're surrounding themselves by. It literally is a connection. I can see it. And that is what you have to decide. If I pick up the book, check it out. I have tips in there for you guys who still, you know, have people in your life like that. Because some people, you, you, even if they're negative people, you don't necessarily need to, need to cut them out of your life entirely. But you can minimize your contact with them and or change the subject and or just be more aware of the impact that they're having on your life. I'm not suggesting you just cut all those people out, but use some tricks and use your awareness and use your smarts to understand that it's more than just, I don't feel like hanging out with you thing. It's you are born with this ability or have adapted this ability or it's gotten stronger as you've gotten older and you now need to learn how to work with it. It's the same thing as, and you guys are going to probably laugh, but I'm not even kidding you. It's the same thing as you don't want a diabetic to go eat a Snickers candy bar. I mean, you just, you have to monitor your blood sugars. You have to be, you have to be very aware of what you're consuming into your body and make sure that you are taking proper care of yourself to keep those levels where they need to be. An empath is very similar to that. Energetically, you have to not eat a big Snickers candy bar. You have to make sure that energetically you are staying as balanced as you can be. As um, I have diabetics in my family and I know when they're not monitoring that and they do all the things that they're not supposed to do, then they get feeling very, they begin to feel very crappy and they essentially get, could become very sick or in a coma or whatever. Um, as far as an empath goes, same type of thing is going to happen. You're going to potentially feel very crappy if you're not paying attention to diabetic cannot live the same life with a diet as their friend who's not an empath is the same way you cannot live your life in the same way that someone who your friend is not an empath it just doesn't work like that and I feel like people need to be more aware and take it as a serious lifestyle change when they understand or learn that they're an empath it well it's very important if you if you want to live a healthy healthy lifestyle so you can so live as an empath and live a really quality lifestyle you don't have to live feeling anxious or having panic attacks or feeling you know boarded up in your room um, the last thing that I'm going to touch on a little bit is um, after you're becoming aware of the places you're, that you are one, aware of the places you're at, you're addressing the negative people in your life, you're learning the tips about that, you take it more seriously, you know the grounding techniques, and you learn that this empath ability is a real deal, and you must learn how to work with it and how to live with it. It's the same way that I had taught my kids when they were younger how to live with their intuitive and psychic abilities. You don't just live like other people. You have these abilities. You have an insight. You can't live the way somebody else does who do not have these abilities. The other thing that you need to learn is strength. Strength training, basically. Energetic strength training. And so that is something where you learn to build up your energy. You learn to plug the holes. They're no longer like Swiss cheese. Um, and you stop energetic drain. 
from the people who you are around in the places that you visit. You learn to stop, stop, plug the holes. You learn to bubble yourself to keep the energy in and you learn to um, do some techniques which strengthen your energy field. It, it's just like a muscle. So if you don't use your muscles and you don't work them out, then you're going to lose the strength, right? Empaths who are not aware that they're an empath are kind of like people that aren't using any muscles. Um, they're kind of just there. They're sort of not realizing that they have to strengthen anything. And um, so if you are an empath, it's really important to learn to strengthen your energetic field. And it will begin to strengthen the more that you're aware, the more you start plugging the holes, stay away from the negative energies, et cetera, et cetera. Um, do the grounding techniques. There's actually some meditations that help strengthen your energetic field, which I'm not going to really go into right now. But again, if you're interested in joining the empath school, um, as that becomes available, um, I have my, uh, assistant my web designer is working on uh the complete package right now it's finished it's just in its final stages um that would be a good place for you to start as far as empath awareness learning what to do like i said it's going to be a 28 day program that i work you guys through and i each day i bring some more awareness to something that you're probably going to have to shift in your life that you may not never even knew affected you as an empath. Um, I cover a lot of stuff in that. But as we move forward, um, I'm also going to be working on my next empath class to go over uh, a lot of these strengths and different things. So hopefully that this was helpful today. You definitely want to check out um, Keys to the Spirit World and go look at that. There's actually on on the top, there's a start here button, and I believe the top line is um, the top five or four blogs on um, for empaths, and so there's some cool stuff on there. And until next time, practice some awareness. If you feel like you're an empath, make sure that you understand that this is an actual, this is a no-joke ability. It is something that you need to be aware of, you need to work with, and it is something that essentially it will not lessen or go away. That's the other thing you guys should probably know. As an empath, once you develop a skill to a certain level, it doesn't just disappear ever, ever. It just stays there. And so if you've developed it to a certain ability, there's no changing it. You're, you're developed that far you can pretend like you're not an empath for the next 10 years if you want to, and you are still going to have the same empathic abilities when you decide that you're an empath again because they've never gone anywhere. You've just tried to ignore them, and I'm probably certain if you did that for 10 years, you would not be feeling very well. So you need to practice empath awareness where you're going, the negative energies, check out the book, make sure you get on the list for the empath school if you want to learn more, do the 28-day challenge, acknowledge, and accept that you are not like your friends and other people and also understand 
that ignoring your empathic abilities will affect your physical health. It just, it really will. But there is a way that you can live with it and you can live with it in a, in a really productive, successful manner. So hopefully you enjoyed this today and hopefully it was helpful. And like I said, make sure to drop, stop over to Keys of the Spirit World, get on that um, psychicabilityclass.com if you want to get into that. And uh, we'll see you next time. Aloha.